It's Mother's Day. Welcome to Day 3 Live, the live broadcast of Sunday morning service at Day 3 Church in Granite Falls, North Carolina. You can learn more about our ministry at day3church.org or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash d3church. COVID-19 is affecting everyone in the country. Many people are facing struggles right now that no one could have foreseen. Layoffs, loss of income, isolation, others find they're working longer and harder hours with lots of stress. No matter where you fit into this list, one thing is for certain, we need peace now more than ever. That's why Pastor Lynn is doing a series simply titled Peace. Join us for part four of our series, The Comfort of a Mother. Here's Pastor Lynn. Good morning, everyone, and uh, happy Mother's Day again. I want to run that by. I, I truly wish we could be meeting together uh, today for Mother's Day. It seemed like when we come to these special occasions like Easter Sunday and not being able to meet together and now Mother's Day, uh, hopefully that'll change before long. But uh, just because you're not here, uh, make it Mother's Day there in your home. Be sure and do that. Uh, in, in fact, I, I want you to do this right now. I mentioned earlier to try and have the children in the room. Uh, so if you are there in the room, children with your mother, uh, w- whether maybe you're a, have a, an adult uh, mother, an elderly mother that's living with you, uh, or you're a child or a teenager and your mother's there, I, I want you to do this, please, right now. Uh, and I want you to actually do it. Don't just listen to me. Get up and walk over where your mother is, if you happen to be where she is. And I want you to tell your mother, I love you. I want you to tell your mother, thank you for everything that you do for me. So go ahead and do that uh, right now. Uh, Now, while the children hopefully are doing that, men, guys, husbands, uh, I, I want you to understand you need on this day also to communicate to your wife Uh, to the mother of your children, uh, how much you love her and how much you care for her. So not only the children, I'm asking the men right there at home, step over to your wife, step over to that mother of your children, uh, and let her know that you love her and you appreciate everything that she's doing for her. Now, guys, I mean it. I want you to do it right now. I want you to remember something. God is watching. God knew I was going to say this. God probably led me to say this, and God is watching, and I'm going to ask him later if you did it or not. How's that? So I'm just kind of joking with you, but really, I want you to be serious about it. Matter of fact, I'm going to step away from the camera for a minute because my wife is over here, and I'll be right back, but I'm going to step over and let her know how much I appreciate her. Now, I'm going to hesitate just a minute, give you a chance to let the pressure build up a little bit, give you a chance to do that uh, at home if you haven't done it just yet. (laughs) Daryl just said I would do anything to get a hug, especially in these days probably, huh? I want to also congratulate the uh, the two mothers again that won our uh, prize drawing for Mother's Day, and I want to encourage you guys to use that for yourself because you deserve it, and uh, and that's why why we do it. 
Uh, today we're going to be in Isaiah 66, verse 10 through 13. So if you will find yourself there, uh, find a way there in the Bible to Isaiah 66 and verse 10 and uh, 13, <clears throat> because we're continuing this series about peace. Now, while you're turning there, I also want to take a moment to talk to you uh, about some new uh, ministry feature that is really part of our life groups that we're going to launch for this summer. Uh, regrettably, our, our life groups, some of them got uh, impacted a little bit by this COVID-19 uh, virus situation. Uh, some of ours continue to meet online, maybe not all of them. Uh, but we were talking as a staff and leadership team uh, this past week, and we wanted to offer something to you that we decided to call, that I decided to call the summer life at day three. Uh, we're getting ready to enter into the summertime. And what we are asking you to do is to host watch parties in your home. And if you're not willing to lead it yourself, if you think you can't lead it yourself, but you're willing to open up your home for a watch party uh, for our sermons that we do each week, then let us know if you're willing to facilitate. Uh, and that means you're, you're going to be the one that's there with the group and you're going to lead through some discussion questions. And guys, it's going to be simple. Uh, we're going to train you in it. Uh, we have a link right now uh, on our website and you can go and indicate uh, that, hey, yes, I'm willing to host a watch party uh, life group this summer, uh, the summer life at day three in my home. Or you can indicate that you're willing to facilitate. In other words, you're leading through discussion questions. Or you can also indicate, hey, I've got some more questions about this. And if you'll go online to our website, uh, today3church.org or .com, and uh, go to that link about the summer life at day three, uh, you can uh, log in there, click in there on that link, and, and indicate you have some interest. Uh, we would love for you to let us know by next Sunday evening on the 17th, because we're going to put together a training Zoom with you, just to be sure you know how to bring it up on on your screen. Uh, we're going to provide discussion questions. You don't even have to come up with the questions. Just listen to the sermon and we'll send you a file. And uh, guys, the point is this. Sometimes people feel like, well, I don't know if I can lead a, a, a life group, a small group or not. I'm going to promise you something. You can do this. Anyone who knows Christ as their Savior can do this. So if you're willing to help facilitate it, we'd love to develop more fellowship. And it's going to be an ongoing thing, not just for the summer, but we're kind of launching it right now. So please think about uh, doing that for us. So like I said, we're continuing our, our series called Peace. Um, we're going to be looking for our Mother's Day message is kind of a, uh, maybe a different text. I, I didn't realize God was necessarily leading me to this text as I was studying for the series about peace uh, for Mother's Day until after I'd kind of compiled all the verses uh, for this series. <clears throat> but we're going to be in Isaiah 66, verse 10 through 13. So uh, if you will, uh, take your Bible and join with me and, and let's look here. Uh, there's going to be some Mother's Day application. There's also some prophetical application uh, from this passage of Scripture. Uh, the Bible says, beginning in, in verse 10 of Isaiah 66, Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, rejoice with her in joy. All you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast. 
that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse, and you shall be carried upon her hip, and bounced upon her knees, as one whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. So I want us to look at these verses. Like I said, these verses are forward speaking or are prophetically speaking. There was an immediate application for the, for the children of Israel, for Israel there, for the people of Jerusalem. But the main implication is a forward speaking, future prophetic statement that God is making here about Jerusalem. But I, I hope you notice as I read that, he uses a mother as an illustration to teach some things about Jerusalem. So uh, in this Mother's Day, uh, we want you to consider doing these three things on this Mother's Day. Here's the first one. On this Mother's Day, rejoice and be glad. Rejoice and be glad. Uh, guys, Mother's Day ought to be a time that you are happy for your mother. Now, let me qualify that. I, I realize, I recognize that maybe some people might not even have known who their mother were, was because you were put up for adoption or, or some circumstances like that. Uh, some of you, maybe you didn't have the best relationship or, or the best mother. But still, there's room for you to kind of rejoice and be glad because God chose to brought you into this world. God chose to bring you into this world, and God chose whoever that woman was to bring you into this world. So foundationally, you can be happy for that, but I think probably most of us have multiple reasons why we can rejoice and, and be glad uh, because of mothers. Uh, look again at, at verse 10 and 11. The Bible said, rejoice with Jerusalem, be glad for her, all you who love her, rejoice with her. Uh, rejoice uh, with her in joy, uh, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, and you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. So, so on this Mother's Day, I want to talk to you, first of all, about uh, rejoicing and being glad prophetically. Rejoice and be glad prophetically. As believers, we ought to look forward to the ultimate fulfillment of what God is saying here through Isaiah. We ought to look forward to the ultimate fulfillment of there being a new Jerusalem, a heavenly city, that one day all who knew Christ as their Savior will go there, and we can rejoice and be glad for all eternity. The, the Bible tells us that we're to pray for the peace of Jerusalem in Psalm 122 and verse 6. We're, we're to be glad for Jerusalem. We're to love Jerusalem. We're to rejoice with Jerusalem in joy. We're to look forward to the everlasting peace of that new Jerusalem uh, one day. We should rejoice and be glad. Now, now, you may be wondering to yourself, well, why? Why are you supposed to rejoice and be glad because of this city called Jerusalem, or this new Jerusalem that will exist one day. Well, here's why. All believers, all believers have nursed and been satisfied, so to speak, from Jerusalem. We, we all believers, have drank deeply from the delight, with delight, from Jerusalem's glorious abundance. Now, now guys, here's what I mean by that. God used the Jewish people. God used Jerusalem throughout history. God used the Jews even to bring us the, the, most of the Word of God. But there's a particular way I want you to think about 
that we have been really blessed by Jerusalem that ought to give you and I the motive, the greatest motive of all. There's all kinds of ways, multiple reasons why we ought to rejoice because of Jerusalem. But the greatest way we've been fed, the greatest way we have drank from Jerusalem's glorious abundance involves a small piece of land right outside the walls of Jerusalem where God chose to erect a cross and put his son on that cross to pay for our sins. That's why we ought to rejoice in the abundance of Jerusalem because of what God did through the gospel, because of what God did through his son by putting his son on that cross to die for our sins. And the Bible tells us, and we'll see it alluded to in a moment, there's coming a day when the Gentiles, when the nations, when those who have trusted Christ as Savior, that they will flood into that new Jerusalem. They will flood into that place of peace, and there will be great joy and rejoicing as the nations come in like this overflowing stream. Uh, Revelation tells us this, Revelation 7, 9, there's coming a time when every nation, tribe, peoples and languages will flow in to that new eternal heavenly city. And I'm just saying this, if you know Christ as your Savior, prophetically speaking, we ought to rejoice and be glad today because of what that future city represents for us, the, the peace, eternal peace of Jerusalem. So I ask you to apply those verses prophetically, but also on this Mother's Day, rejoice and be glad personally. Rejoice and be glad personally. But because here God used, as I said a moment ago, he uses the illustration of a mother as he's talking about this future Jerusalem. So let's apply the illustration that God uses about a mother being a picture of Jerusalem in a personal way for us on this Mother's Day. Today is a day for, for us to rejoice concerning our mothers. It's a day for you to rejoice concerning your mother. It's a day for you to be glad for your mother. It's a day for you to communicate that you love your mother. Uh, mother's Day is a day that we ought to rejoice with our mothers. If they're still here, you ought to rejoice with your mother. Mother's Day is a day if your mother is gone. He even talked about mourning uh, over Jerusalem because the, the, the Jewish people were mourning over the condition of Jerusalem in that day. But we're looking forward to a perfect future of Jerusalem. So if you've lost your mother like I did a few years ago, you still ought to on Mother's Day rejoice for that mother. Rejoice because God gave you that mother and you ought to today maybe mourn over her loss, but still have fond memories and, and think about her. So today's a time to reflect. Today on Mother's Day, it, it's a time for us to think about the blessing that your mother has been to you. She nursed you. She fed you. She satisfied you. She, she consoled you uh, because of everything your mother has done or maybe is doing for you still. If you're a child or, or a teenager, all that your mother has done, or all that your mother is doing. You, you all too on this Mother's Day drink with delight. As the pastor of scripture said, the memories of the glorious abundance your mother is as a gift from God to you. You ought to rejoice and be glad this morning. Second thing I, I want us to see that we ought to do on this Mother's Day is this. Not just rejoice and be glad, but secondly, extend peace. Extend peace. Look at what's said in the first part of Isaiah 66 and uh, verse 12, the first part of verse 12. For thus says the Lord, 
Behold, I will extend peace to her, talking about Jerusalem, like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. So once again, that's talking about the future eternal Jerusalem. If you think about the Jerusalem of now or the Jerusalem of biblical times, Jerusalem hasn't had a very long history of, of being a place of peace for two longer periods of time. If you think through the history of that city in the Bible, there have been wars and rebellions and conflict. There have been other nations and kings that came in against Jerusalem in biblical times. David, King David, even faced the rebellion of his own son, Absalom, who wanted to take over the throne and was trying to hunt down David. Absalom wanted to take his own father's life. So that brought conflict and war and heartbreak and tragedy to Jerusalem and to David's family. The Bible tells us eventually King Nebuchadnezzar comes in and, and conquers the city of Jerusalem and tears down a, a lot of the walls and the gates and, and completely tears down the temple. So it's been a, a place of a lot of wars and battles and conflict. Even in our day, even to our day, Jerusalem is considered a, a place of political controversy. It's a place of, of missile attacks. It's a place of terrorist attacks. It's a place of, of religious frictions and upheaval. Jerusalem's had an on-again and off-again issue when it comes to peace or conflict and, and war. But <laughs> the Jerusalem that God is prophetically speaking of here through Isaiah that there's coming a day when God will fully extend peace to Jerusalem. That there's coming a day that the new Jerusalem will have peace like a river. And here's primarily why. Because the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to rule and reign forever. He's going to be seated there upon his throne. And the Prince of Peace will bring everlasting peace to the city of Jerusalem. And in that day, as the Bible said a moment ago, there will be nations that will flow into that city. And it will be a place of glorious peace for all time. And the nations, those who know Christ the Savior, will flood there from every language, every people, every tribe, every tongue one day will, will flood into that city. So God is going to extend peace eventually, completely, totally to Jerusalem. But today on this Mother's Day, let's go back to that illustration that God is using of a mother being an example of the city of Jerusalem. On this Mother's Day, why, why not do this? I'm going to lean forward and talk to you a minute. <laughs> why not extend peace to your mother? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Kids, teenagers, husbands. I, I think sometimes our wives classify us as one of the kids, you know. Uh, sometimes I'm looking to see if my wife's going to say an amen or shake her head or anything like that. Why not extend peace to your mother today? You recognize moms have a pretty tough time. Everything that mothers are, are called upon to do. So you moms that are watching online, if you're watching online, I'm going to say some things right now. And as I say these things, mom, if you're watching online and, and, and down under the comments, if there's a place for you to put it there on Facebook or uh, however way you want to communicate that. Uh, as I say these things, uh, mothers on this Mother's Day, why not comment a few amens down there? 
comment amen, preach on preacher, or something like that, because of some things I'm, I'm going to try and say for you. Guys, I'm serious about this. On this Mother's Day, not this Mother's Day, but especially on this Mother's Day, extend peace to your mother. Being a mother can be pretty stressful with everything that they deal with and do. Moms are kind of like the catch-all, do-it-all, need-to-know-all members of our families. They have everything that they have to deal with, you know, from being crying babies and dirty diapers to washing clothes to uh, preparing meals to, to planning fun times for the kids to trying to be the all-knowing expert about every subject that you're taking in school so they can help you with the homework. It's like they have to be a professor also and know everything about all so they can help you with it. Sometimes the mothers are the ones that are struggling trying to figure out the family budget. They're the ones that many times are breaking up the fusses and the fights because the dad may be gone between the siblings. And like I said, men, sometimes they count us in as being like their children because maybe sometimes we act like it. To be honest with you, mothers have an exhausting task that really never seems to end. So, so I'm just encouraging you on this Mother's Day, why not extend peace to your mother? Why not make this day a little bit easier for her? Make it easy for your mom to have some time to herself this day, for her to kind of put her feet up for a few minutes. Dad, give her the recliner, and you go on and fix the meal or whatever needs to be done. Children, think about ways you can make it easier on your mom, and, and maybe think about it today, but let it become a practice in your life as you move forward, and, and think to yourself how much of a blessing your mom's been to you, and think about how you can maybe help her in various ways and extend peace to your mother. Be nice to your siblings. Be nice to your brothers and sisters. Be nice to your mom. Avoid fussing, especially on, on today. Let her get some rest. How about starting to maybe obey mom's words for the first time instead of it being the hundredth time that she tells you to go pick up the clothes and clean up your room or whatever you're being told to do. Shock her by listening the first time and extend some peace to her. So, so, hey, kids, listen again. I'm going to lean over again. Listen, I, I know you've been having to do at-home schoolwork because of this COVID thing. I'm going to give you a homework assignment, okay? By the way, we know where some of you live, where a lot of you live, because Daryl's been going to your house and sticking a sign out there. And, and you thought he was just being nice to you. It may be so I can come and he can come and we can check up on you and see if you've been nice to your mom. <laughs> okay, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Please, 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 on this day, pray for your mother. Love your mother. Thank your mother for everything that she does for you. And here's your homework assignment. We're giving you a homework assignment from church. Begin to make choices in your life that extends peace to your mother, that makes her life easier to show appreciation for all that she's done for you. Amen? Ladies, I hope you've been typing amen, amen, amen in that. Third thing I want you to see today, on this Mother's Day, we need to rejoice and be glad. We, we need to extend peace to our mothers. 
But the third thing I want you to do on this Mother's Day is this. Enjoy the memories and the relationship. Enjoy the memories and the relationship. Now, now remember what he's saying here, what God is saying through Isaiah deals prophetically with the city of Jerusalem. It also deals with mothers, giving us an example of mothers. The second part of verse 12 through verse 13. And you shall nurse. Let's talk about after peace has flown into Jerusalem. You shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees as one whom his mother comforts. So I, God is making this as a promise, so I will comfort you and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. So, so once again, thinking about the city of Jerusalem, that ultimate new Jerusalem one day, God speaks to Isaiah concerning how the inhabitants of Jerusalem once again will be nursed in that city. And that was an immediate application, but a bit of future application also. God is kind of saying this, the city of Jerusalem, especially that new Jerusalem, is going to function kind of like a mother carrying her child uh, on her hip or, or, or bouncing her, her child on her knee. The, the real focus is that ultimate prophetical new Jerusalem when God's people will be eternally provided for, when God's people will be sustained and carried and, and bounced for joy throughout all eternity. And, and apply that not just to the city, apply it to what happened in the city. That's the important thing. Apply it to the gospel. Because, guys, the gospel of Christ and what Jesus did for us on the cross, the gospel is what carries us, kind of like a mother carrying a child on her hip. The gospel is what feeds us. The gospel is what nourishes us. The, the gospel is what will eventually carry us all the way into eternity with Christ. The gospel is what will provide for eternal joy. And it, it will make us feel throughout all time as though you're that you're a child and being bounced on your mom's knee, having that time of fun. God's going to provide for your eternal joy and peace for all time in that new city of Jerusalem. In that eternal city, God's going to comfort you. No more crying, no more tears, no more pain. He's going to wipe all that away. God will comfort you for all eternity once you arrive in that eternal city. Well, let's apply that again to, to our mothers for this Mother's Day application. Mother's Day is a time to enjoy the memories. Mother's Day is also a time to enjoy the relationship with your mother, if you can still have that relationship with her. Mother's Mother's Day is a day for you to enjoy the relationship with your children, for you to be reflective, for you to be thankful, for you to <clears throat> remember the memories. Your mother more than likely had a very intimate connection with you. Your mother nursed you. She fed you with the very sustenance from her own body. Now, you probably don't remember that. Hopefully, you don't still remember that. But your mother did that for you. Your mother carried you on her hips sometimes from place to place in the house, maybe while she was washing dishes or having to do something else. Your, your mother cared for you. She loved you. Your mother spent time holding you, rocking you to sleep, loving you, protecting you, providing fun moments for you. 
Maybe riding you on her knee like a horse. Like the, the, even scriptures refer to that a moment ago. You, you, hopefully you have fond memories of, of the relationship you had with your mother. Your mother comforted you. There are times maybe when you were injured, when you fell down, and she picked you up, and she put the Band-Aid on, and she loved you, and she wiped away those tears. Think about all that your mother's done for you. Maybe even older in life, as a teenager or even as an adult, you were sad and you were brokenhearted, but your mother comforted you and she loved you and she cared for you. She encouraged you. All I'm trying to do this morning is encourage you to remember those memories and to enjoy the, the relationship that you have with your mother. And as I said earlier, yours is gone. I lost mine a few years ago. Still enjoy the memories. Reminisce about your mother. Be comforted in those past memories and hopefully be comforted with the knowledge that she right now is eternally comforted with Christ if she knew Jesus as her Savior. Reflect upon those things. Think about those things. Enjoy the memories today. And I'm going to say this again because I realize I've counseled with enough people over the years in the ministry. I know some of you didn't have good mothers. And I know also on Mother's Day, some of you that longed to be a mother and for some reason could not be. And it can be a tough time for you on Mother's Day because your, your heart kind of breaks because you wanted to be a mother. Can I encourage you? I, I know a lot of you, and I've seen through all the years of my ministry, some of you that want to be mothers and could not. Can I encourage you with something? You have been a mother. You have loved on people. And you've encouraged people, and I've seen you do it at church. So whether you actually were literally a mother or you're being that mother model, that mother example, we ought to celebrate Mother's Day. If you had a negative experience, still thank God that God let you be born. That God used that, that woman to bring you in to this world. We, we all have reasons why we ought to enjoy the memories and the relationship. Our series is peace. <clears throat> this is the fifth week we've been on this topic. We'll probably be there several more Sundays. Thankfully, God saw fit to provide mothers to hopefully help us live more peaceful lives. God, God gave us the comfort of a mother. So on this Mother's Day, I want to encourage you to do these three things. To rejoice and be glad. To, to extend peace to your mother. Think about all the peace she's extended to your life and reciprocate that to her with, with peace back in her direction. Enjoy the memories and the relationship. Because also on this Mother's Day, I want you to understand this. There is a higher level of peace that you need. I mean, thank God for the peace we can have because of mothers. Thank God the comfort we can have because of mothers. But there is a higher level of peace that you need. And this is what I'm talking about. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, 
You need his peace in your life. If you have never trusted Christ as a Savior, if you've never repented of your sin, if you've never agreed with God that you're a sinner and you can't save yourself, why not on this Mother's Day listen to God speak to your heart? God, God wants to be a father and a mother to you. Years ago, I was at a Bible conference, and I heard this man by the name of Paul Gentry. And some of you that may be listening remember me having Paul come to our church before. Paul is a really, really simple-minded person. And he came to Christ in his late teenage years. His mother got sick and died. And I remember hearing Paul tell at a Bible conference, he just stood up at a testimony time. And he said, after my mom died, he said, I went over to our barn and climbed up in the loft. And he said, I was praying, I was crying. And, and he was saying, I, I, was, I was telling God, God, I don't know what to do. Paul said, I never knew who my father was. And now my mother's gone. And he said, this is what the Holy Spirit, what he, what he felt God telling him. He said, Paul, it'll be all right. I'll be your father and your mother. And I know because I watched God care and God take care of Paul Gentry as he walked along the sides of the road, as he went to Bible conferences, as he went to revivals, as he carried this huge Bible on his hip for years and years and years and years and years. So I'm telling you right now, God wants to be your father. God wants to replace maybe that mother deficit in your life if you don't know him as Savior. And I want to encourage you today, if you don't know Christ as Savior, trust in Him and His finished work on the cross. You will never know real peace in your life until you invite the Prince of Peace to come in and sit on the front yard. Until you invite Him into your life to be your Savior. Once you do that, the city of Jerusalem will be your eternal city, will be your eternal mother. So as Christians, as God's people, there's this future place that we'll be residents of, the new Jerusalem. We ought to rejoice and be glad for Jerusalem. Right now, we ought to rejoice and be glad because of what Christ did there on the cross and be glad for that eternal Jerusalem. Today, we ought to have joy in our life because the gospel of Christ seals our eternal destiny when we trust Christ as Savior. Allow the gospel to nurse you, to satisfy you. Drink deeply from the glorious abundance of God's grace. And one day through Christ, you'll enter that heavenly city, a place of everlasting peace. Hey, don't worry about all the absence of peace in this world right now. God, through Jesus, will take you to everlasting peace one day if you'll trust in him. One day we'll get a chance to go there. All worries, all anxiety, all friction, all conflict, all disease, all sin will be gone. And people from every nation, tribe, peoples, languages will be there forever in perfect harmony. And God himself will carry you forever. God himself will bounce you for joy, for eternal joy. Forever in that new Jerusalem, in that heavenly city if you know Christ as your Savior. Let's pray. Father, God, I pray right now for those that are watching online or will watch our later broadcast of this service. 
Father, help us this day to honor our mothers. Help us to rejoice and be glad. Help us to extend peace to our mothers. God, help us to remember, to reflect, and also to enjoy the relationship that we either had or we can have right now with, with mothers. So, Father, help us on this Mother's Day to thank you also for loving us and providing mothers. But, Father, primarily, most importantly, supremely, God, we want to thank you that you loved us enough to send your son to die on the cross, that you sent the Prince of Peace into this world, and he hung on a cross to purchase our peace. And, Father, if there's, there's someone this morning that doesn't know Christ as Savior, Father, I pray right now, Father, I, I beg with that person right now. Father, I, I pray that they'll listen to your spirit and that right now they'll admit they need to trust in Jesus. They'll repent of their sin, agree that they're sinners. And right now they'll turn from their sin and turn to you and seek your face. Turn to you and trust in the finished work of Jesus and invite Jesus right now into their heart and in their life. Save them for all eternity so they too can experience the eternal peace of that city. For it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. As John sings, if you prayed this morning to receive Christ as Savior, will you please indicate that? Let us know uh, through our social media uh, pages, any way you can get in touch with us. You can send us emails or whatever. But if you trust in Christ as Savior, why not comment that in the comments? God reminded you to be thankful today for his peace or be thankful for your mother. Why not, why not comment that, that God spoke to you in some way this morning? Thank you for being with us today. We want you to make time to cherish and show gratitude to the mothers in your life today. Be thankful that God has used them as an extension of His hand of comfort and peace. Maybe you realize today that you don't really know Him, but you want to. We encourage you to reach out to the Lord in prayer today. Jesus is listening and waiting for you to come to Him and receive His gift of peace. If you prayed that prayer with Pastor Lynn today, we would love to talk to you. We're here to pray with you, love you, and offer support. Please contact us at day3church.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash d3church. We care about you and we want to connect with you. We're here to help. Until next time, this is Pastor John reminding you that God is greater than your circumstance and his mercies are new every morning. It's time to experience a new day in your life.